Hi, I'm Jake Tucker, the games editor for Trusted Reviews, and welcome to Patch Notes. Yesterday we did 14 minutes of gaming news. I'm excited, but we're waiting for 15. I'm joined today with ever-present co-host Phil. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> and we've also got... It's you. Oh, sorry. Uh, Jordan King, games writer for Trusted Reviews. They, uh, they hosted earlier in the week, so I think they've gotten a taste for it. I did, it was fun. Last week, and they're not used to introducing themselves now. No. Oh, well, that's, I don't even introduce you anymore, Phil. Give someone a taste of power. Yeah. That's it. It's all over. What's in the news today? Um, loads of little bits and pieces, but I would actually... That's usually open. how news works. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's, you know, little bites, like a tapas. Um, mm-hmm. Talking of tapas, I would like to talk about the Neo Geo Mini, which has been out for like two months, but I only reviewed it today, so... I'm still recoiling from that link talking of tapas. Let's talk about the Do Neo Geo Mini. Do you want to know why the Neo Geo Mini is like tapas? Because there are 40 games on it that are little appetizing bites of gaming. And they're really nice. And you can play them for like 20 minutes at a time. And yep. they feel quite nice and filling. But you need to play a lot of them if you want to have a marathon gaming session. There we go. Just like tapas. I'm impressed. Jordan's like, what's tapas? <laughs> it's like those little plates of food, right? Yeah. I think I've had that before. You heard that look in your face and you're like, yep, uh, there's a lot of references in here. Um, so some of those games include things like Metal, Metal Slug, Slug and King of Fighters and f- I want to say Final Fight, but that's not in there. Right. Face Fury. Stars. So it's all the classic Neo Geo titles on a really cute cabinet with actually a very sharp picture. Like the screen is nice. Yeah. Uh, it is usable... I mean, you'll be straining after a while, but it is usable as a little arcade cabinet, and there's it's a good. tiny little thing. It's and a tiny a little cabinet, and I'm really into it. And then, do you want the bads? And then it all dives off a cliff for me. So <laughs> the bads. So the goods are. It is the best. I'll go through the goods kind of briefly, like a potted. The goods are that it is the best design mini console I've seen. It looks incredible. Mm. The game selection is very good. Yeah. The bads are that it costs 130 pounds, <sighs> and you know what you get for that? Just. They can have it. Just the arcade cabinet. <laughs> so if you would like, if you would like a controller, yep, or two controllers, so you can play King of Fighters two player, which I yep. would recommend. Yeah, you will need two twenty pound controllers if you would like to connect it to your TV, so you don't both have to look at a three point five inch screen, which is very sharp, but mm-hmm. also three point five inches. You'll need to buy the HDMI cable. It's not a unique HDMI, is it? You can just get any. I believe it's a unique, but I'm no longer sure, and now I feel nervous on the podcast. Either oh, no. way, they Shall don't put I it refer in the box. to the page. Yes. Either way, it, it does compare to like the NES and don't SNES. Don't say anything else for like... a second because we're going to cut out anything. No, no, we can keep going while I go going. to the internet. So it... I, it's annoying to be nickel and dime for something that is already fifty pound more expensive than what the internet is already kind of. And how much is the um, game? The cable? Um, I don't know. Ballpark like ten. Yeah, it's like ten pounds. The controllers are twenty. So you could potentially buy an Xbox. One for the same price. Mm. Or you could definitely buy a refurbed console. Yeah. Yeah. T- Second hand. You could buy the same price. Like but you wouldn't get 40 games of it. Around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you'd have a console. I mean, <laughs> a this Blu-ray is a console. Player. Um, I really like it. It really... Like, I adore it. It was it is... very endearing when I first played it, but this is just some crazy pricing. Crazy, crazy other miniature pricing. consoles come with, like, two controllers... And you're looking at 80 quid standard if we look at PlayStation SNES. Yeah, the PS1 Classic, which still hasn't released all its titles and doesn't come with 40 of them. But I hope Toon I hope you really like King of Fighters or Metal Slug, though, if you're buying this. I mean, there are six six different Metal Slug games, so I hope you like Metal Slug. I assume you would if you're going to go in on a Neo Geo, like SNK thing. And and it's fun. I've been playing a lot of it. 
it is you still gave it a pretty good yeah i gave it an eight out of ten i genuinely would have given it a nine or even maybe a ten because i think it's amazing hardware if it didn't cost so much it is not worth that yeah prohibitively expensive i think i did say prohibitively expensive it's like you read me i know (laughs) Um, there's no mention in your written words of a specific hdmi cable so you'll just need a hdmi cable yes but uh yeah it's adorbs and it's cool but unless it takes a massive price drop, I'm not going to be jumping. And I, I don't know if it will. I mean, it will if they don't sell them, right? Yeah. They'll be shipping off for 60 quid. Like, but it's yeah. a good stock, stocking filler if it wasn't 130 quid. Yeah, exactly. If you have if you have got an unlimited amount of money and someone who likes games, it's a very good gift. If you have an unlimited amount of money, buy a Neo Geo SNK cabinet that's the size of a normal gaming cabinet. Or buy Phil. Or by me, and I'll He's come over and uh, play that cabinet with you. We can play King of Fighters together. Um, do you know oh, what other oh. things that we could possibly do together when we're out and about? What is Vatican Go? <laughs> or more specifically, follow Jesus Christ Go. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> Which is the best name for a game ever. Tell us it? more, Jordan. Uh, the Vatican has developed a, <laughs> Sorry, just, yeah, yeah, a yeah. mobile application for iOS and Android that is officially blessed by Pope Francis himself. Okay, roll that back and say it again slowly, just in case anyone wasn't quite sure what we just said there. Follow Jesus Christ Go is a iOS and Android game blessed by Pope Francis himself. <laughs> Where it uses the same uh, similar technology to Pokemon Go, where you can use GPS data to go around, but instead of catching Pokemon, you're catching saints. Oh, good. Yep. And they 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 can quiz you on like Bible quotes and stuff. <laughs> so yeah. So like, how do I beat and catch a saint? Uh, I'm not sure because it's only in Spanish at the moment. <laughs> this but just gets better and better. <laughs> it seems like you can make your own avatar and stuff, and the saints pop up on the map. Which, amazing and it's actually the trailer has the title is follow jc go like they've they've even they've they've shortened it down they've abbreviated it to, hip and cool. to the jc so you don't realize that you're following jesus and it's like oh jesus um do we know if this is developed in-house that's what a good like question a by a, like a lo- like i can the, imagine a bunch of like devout catholics just sitting in the vatican sitting in an has office its own developing tech team. yeah <laughs> Uh, What's the QA like, team like? So it's available Go. on the Spanish app store? Yeah, there's only a Spanish version at the moment, and I'm not sure what the appeal of this would be outside of What do you mean the what the Vatican? appeal of this would be? This is like this is like Nico Atsumi as far as I'm concerned. I, I will download it. this as soon as it's available in English. Yeah, there's a lot of deep lore to get to. I mean, yeah, like, have you read the Bible? It is the best sci-fi well book long. of all time. Can I say that on the podcast? <laughs> that seems like it'll get us in trouble. Yeah, probably will get us in trouble. Are you going to cut it? It's up to you. Let's leave it. Nah, we're fine. What's what's the deal here? What's the Vatican's big thing? Do they just want you to know more about saints? I've, as far as I know, it was pitched to the Vatican, and then Pope Francis went, "Oh, I see what you're trying to do. He's you're, down with the kids. You're combining like your event, the topics of how, what's the word, evangelizing? Yeah, your evangelical stuff. Yeah, because you in the game you make your evangelic, evangelion. <laughs> That's that's an anime. You make some. You even, make an E team, right? An E team, an E team, an evangelization team, or something. They call it an E team, but I think that's loads of see, loads of saints you capture. See, this is, <laughs> this, is, this, is okay. this is the thing, right? Where I, it's 
it's like where so it's completely mi- yeah but where it's completely missing the mark is that is in no way a recruitment tool for catholicism like i'm not going to play follow jc go and <laughs> suddenly be like you know what's missing in my life Jesus Christ. No, that boy was onto something. He was That's onto something. Like. The way these uh, saints here are like grilling me about my Bible studies in order for me to catch them and create the, the super E-team is not suddenly going to make me find JC in my life and go to church. Like phone in one hand, beads in the other. Yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, do you have to maybe do that? Do you have to take prayer time out in order to unlock <laughs> certain things? Like, you should take a rest. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Do prayer. 10 Hail Marys, please, I... and then you can unlock this uh, area. Do you know what? I reckon I am behind it. I reckon it is inherently ridiculous. But thinking about it a bit more, I've decided that this is pretty good for kids whose parents are super religious. Who yeah, might totally. be like, hey, you can't play Pokemon because it's the devil. Or like, hey, I don't think you should be wasting time with that. This actually has a benefit to those people. It's coming from a good place. I Obviously, think. I'm not super into but religion. But it doesn't. Yeah. It really doesn't. It's it's That's like such a dumb idea to be like, hey, capture some saints. No. It, it seems like a desperate marketing attempt for an organization that is clinging. It, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Buddy Christ from Darkma. It looks like my Sims. That's what it reminds me of, like the aesthetic. It's but the, the whole thing in Dogma is that the church wants to rebrand and they create a new Buddy Christ, which is Jesus giving a thumbs up. And that's the statue that they're going to roll out to all their new churches. Which is Jesus holding a Pokeball. Yeah, mm. well, like that could be it. It's just maybe they like get Ash in and they pose together. And well, if uh, Ben Affleck shows up, we know we're in trouble. Gets his wings um, shot off. I'm into it. Let's, let's move this along to something a little bit more tangible that does make sense. Please go. I thought you said it would make more sense. It's true, actually. Let's go to a real world of fantasy. BlizzCon <laughs> um, <laughs> is nearly upon us. Jordan, you are. You what are can we expect? BlizzCon correspondent. Yes, I'm going out to BlizzCon on Halloween. No, I fly on the first, and I'm out there for the whole event. I'll be on the ground, as it were, covering everything, and we're probably expecting quite a few big announcements, mm. as it were, because Blizzard doesn't go to E3 or Gamescom or anything. They normally keep all their big announcements for this. So Overwatch, World of Warcraft, Diablo, Hearthstone. Mm. We're going to see a new IP, do you think? Uh, you never really know, to be honest. They'll, take take they'll, a guess, and then I'll hold you to that guess. I'm going to say no, but okay. there were like major job listings surrounding Overwatch and other new worlds about creating a new IP or a new game. Overwatch are we going to get or Overwatch just like another mode. Overwatch game? <laughs> Yeah, like Overwatch story mode isn't completely out of the out of the equation. I, I mean, guess. they fiddle around with it with the Omnic Crisis levels and stuff. Like yeah, that, right? totally. Like the engine and the mechanics there for a story-driven narrative shooter. The it's, foundation is laid. They have got the characters. Yeah, yeah it, that's what's always made, like. I've always wondered what their angle is with creating all these short animations and building up this lore for it's a Team Fortress thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, totally. yeah, I guess, but like. They've really gone to town on it, and and it's it. But the thing is, they're all just loadouts. At the end of the day, it's like you need your tank, you need your healer, you need this, like that, that. And I don't really know. And maybe it's because I don't play Overwatch and I'm not as ingrained in that community. I don't really know the benefit of going that deep on creating lore for characters. I can say that having played about 500 plus hours of Overwatch and being invested in that fan community, yeah, these people do treat these far more than archetypes these are like living believing characters that fans believe have their own like relationships and stuff also one of my favorite archetypes says cheers love the cavalry is here which and, is like, great um, right but what if i find like striker really endearing and i, I love her character oh, striker yeah my favorite but character. 
I can't play her style. It's Tracer. Yeah, I was like, you were like strike up a favorite Overwatch character. I'm like, what? I was totally taking the Tracer. So like, if I love Tracer, and then it's like, but I can't play as her. I'm more of a other person. I play Junkrat, who is the character that I like the least. But yeah, yeah. So do you not find that conflicting? I, am the best with. I think one of the big no, because I blow with, people up and it's fun. I think one of the big problems of Overwatch is it's a fantastic game, but as it you needs said, more big monkeys. A lot of the narrative of consequence is shown in shorts and comics and stuff, mm-hmm. and only referenced in the game. Yeah, I think something like Overwatch, where this world is ripe for expansion and it's being expanded all the time a story-driven narrative game would totally benefit Overwatch if it was a separate entity from the growing multiplayer thing. Which I think we'll see like a new hero and a map at BlizzCon for certain and a new short because that's kind of been their path of the course for the past two years. More hamsters, please. I keep thinking, so the rumor for a long time is that we're going to get Diablo 4 and they've said that we're not going to get Diablo 4, right? But I would definitely play an action RPG with Overwatch characters in it. I totally would do that too. I'm not saying that's coming, but I am saying that if for some reason some Blizzard senior bod is listening to this podcast, and I don't know why you are, but I really appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, Jay. Sorry for getting the character names wrong. Yeah. Um, (laughs) If you wanted to make an Overwatch action RPG, I would be so into that. The characters, they feel so good for that sort of thing. Like, Yeah. Kind of zip and teleport. There are individual classes you could shape from those characters. And maybe that's the beauty of the multiplayer is that, like you say, it it's referenced, so it feel it's actually a really smart form of world building rather mm. than it feeling like a linear storyline that you have to follow along this thing. So maybe that's why a story mode doesn't need to exist, and maybe it is something else. Where but the we'll get something to watch, I guess. Yeah, like I think new character and map, but um, a, a surprise would be great. We're looking at a new Hearthstone expansion. Do we uh, know what that is yet? I've, uh, there hasn't been many clues. They've got the Halloween stuff going on in Overwatch and Hearthstone at yeah. the moment. So they'll finish, and I imagine we'll get a new Hearthstone expansion. It's about time. Yeah, it's, and, it follows the regular window. Yeah. And what's this about uh, World of Warcraft going back to like the original? Oh, vanilla. Yeah, like there's some demo that's come out or is coming out. Yeah, there's. I think there's a demo for World of Warcraft vanilla with the virtual ticket, which okay. is like... Or just no, or normal BlizzCon tickets. Right. But I don't think they've announced like general release details. So it's just a fun added thing for diehards right uh, now. More or less, because I think that's the general target audience for Vanilla. The okay. people who played WoW back in 2004 yeah. want to have that original thing back. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, it's fan I, service, right? Yeah, like, I, I, played, I played a lot of WoW back in the day, and I've got to be honest, I don't think... I don't think that game from 10 years ago is a game people want to play now. Mm. Like, honestly, I think you might get a kick if you were there, but I don't think new people are going to be like, oh, yeah. is a very powerful thing. A 12-year-old MMORPG. I have no point of reference because <laughs> I only played it then, so I have no idea what WoW feels like today. It's different. Yeah. I'll give you my login. And you can play. Actually, I think account sharing is against the rules. No, I'm sure it is. It's free up to like level twenty nowadays. Anyway. You could play for free up to level twenty nowadays. Ah, uh, we got a divinity run to finish, and then I'll I'll jump back into WoW. Yes. I... Uh, so are we putting before we wrap up? Are we? Are either of you putting your money on? If I was taking bets right now for BlizzCon, what's the what's the thing you're going to back? I really want something new in StarCraft. Okay. So I'm gonna go with that. I don't think it's likely, but I what's, want it. What's a new thing in StarCraft for you, quickly? Something RTSy, maybe something mobile-y, maybe? maybe? Okay, so you, let's go with a mobile StarCraft. MOBA StarCraft. There we go. Like Dota. There you go. And they'll have two MOBAs. Oh, yeah, they do. You know what? I take it back. Okay, Jordan? Uh, I'm not going to bet on this, but I'd love to see... No, that's what you have to do. You have to bet on this. We'll bet. I bet you a pound. 
A pound is the bet. What do you want to see? Uh, a new title in the Overwatch universe. That's what I want to see. There we go. So you I putting your money on something bigger in Overwatch. Something big. Phil. What have you got, Phil? Ah, uh, it's not my world. This is doesn't my, matter. This isn't my playground. Um, I'm going to say die. that this is going to turn out to be a really boring year where it's same, much Run the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's in a good just, way. In a good that's way. just where I'm at well, right that was now. A good, that was a good point to end uh, on. I'm going to say Diablo on the Switch. <laughs> that, well, I mean, that's already... That would probably be in the goodie it's already bag, coming. Me. It's coming. While I'm here, I'm supposed to tell you to subscribe to us on iTunes and you can leave us a review because apparently reviews are really good for reviews discoverability. Reviews are very helpful. Um, we, you're also, we're also available on wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're SoundCloud. on SoundCloud and you can find us on Pocket Casts and iTunes. But if you can leave a review on iTunes, it's uh, much appreciated. Tell us what you like. Lovely. Tell us what you don't like, but be nice about telling us what you don't like. Don't yell at us on the internet. Just tweet us. I'm delicate. Tweet trust reviews. Say hey, loving the podcast, or, or not? But, it's you know fifteen really to twenty-seven ish minutes of daily news. <laughs> How long is it now? Yeah, we'll cut it down. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Bye.